0: Welcome to Conviction Hunting, a podcast by Afterwork Ventures. Raiders the World. Tell me, dreaming. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You ain't heard nothing yet. It's no secret that the most important early stage investor to win over is yourself. In this podcast, we'll hear from founders about how they built the conviction to go all in on their idea. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need
1: roads. Surely you can't be serious.
2: Fasten your seatbelts.
0: I'm Annabelle Acton, the creative director here at Afterwork, a community-powered VC for the next generation of entrepreneurs. Own Home is on a mission to turn renters into owners, allowing first-home buyers to get onto the property ladder without a hefty deposit. In July 2020, we invested in their 3.6 mil pre-seed round alongside a star-studded cast of VCs and angel investors. Since then, Own Home has secured a debt facility to purchase an initial tranche of homes, built a waitlist of over 3,000 applicants, and is aiming to have over 200 customers in their dream own homes over the next two years. A big part of our investment thesis was the opportunity to back co-founders James Bowe and Tim Harley, two intellectual powerhouses who happen to be best friends. James and Tim's bromance is a stuff Hollywood movies are made of. For years, they've wanted to start a business together, and lucky for us, they landed on a problem they care deeply about solving. Housing affordability.
2: I'm James, co-founder of Own Home. And I'm Tim, co-founder of Own Home. And Own Home is really a new path to home ownership that allows people to save for their home while they live in it. You know, the traditional path of banks first wanting customers to build up a 10 or 20% deposit has meant that, you know, for many young Australians, the market has continued to run away from them faster than they can save and has really made access to home ownership really extremely unequal in Australia. You know, you've got three out of five. First home buyers relying on direct financial support from the bank of mum and dad,
1: and so Own Home is really focused on supporting you know everyone who doesn't have access to the bank of mum and dad, or even those that kind of want to go it alone.
0: Take us back to the beginning. How did you meet and start working together on Own Home?
2: So Tim and I first met way back when we were at uni together. Tim was the year below me at law school, but we live in rooms right next door to each other at college. And we were, you know, the best of mates, moved out together after college into a house with a bunch of friends in Surrey Hills, before we got to, you know, travel overseas together for six months, road tripping through Mexico, living out of the back of our 1980s Chevy Suburban that we bought at the beginning of our journey in San Francisco. And it was a really sort of magical post-uni before heading into the real world time in our lives. And we've sort of continued to be there for each other during the most important moments in our lives over the past decade. You know, Tim was cake bearer at my wedding. The only reason that we had a cake bearer was because Tim went to the trouble of actually sourcing one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was very important. And the through line from, you know, traveling through Mexico for a number of months together to own home might seem tangential, but really, you know, through that time, it was staying best mates as James lived overseas in San Fran McBain. I was working in London, the Middle East with TransferWise. And so throughout that entire time, staying very close and knowing that we were going to be starting and tackling, you know, a big important problem together when the time was right.
2: Yeah. So the second part of your question was, you know, the journey to starting Own Home. I guess before we'd even started Own Home, Tim and I had attempted many businesses together. So we'd been building that business for a while. I still remember walking down Crown Street with Tim, you know, going door to door, trying to onboard local stores for our social media gift card solution, looking like, you know, Seventh Day Adventist in our suit and tie, awkwardly trying to overcome that perceived age gap of, you know, only being 21, but trying to spruik a software solution. So, you know, fast forward many years, we started work on own home while we were both overseas, so out of Australia. Tim was head of the Middle East for TransferWise. I was working with Bain, running retainer teams for VC funds like Tiger Global. And housing affordability was a thematic that I had looked, you know, really deeply at on behalf of investors. And as COVID hit, the world suddenly didn't feel so small for Tim and I, and we knew that we wanted to make our way back to Australia and work on a mission that was incredibly meaningful to both of us. And we kept circling around this challenge of housing affordability and asking ourselves the question, you know, what are the pathways out there to support those without access to the bank of mom and dad?
0: And how did you build conviction to take the plunge? It sounds like the mission of fixing home ownership, or at least improving the path to home ownership is central to that. But what was the, the moment where you really got the conviction to go all in?
2: Yeah, it's a really good point, Bella. You're absolutely right. Because first, this was a problem that we had both lived and breathed ourselves. You know, we'd felt the property market pulling away faster than we could possibly save in Australia. And we knew how acute the desire was to make it onto the property ladder for many young Australians and the sense of financial freedom and security that comes with that. Second, we knew that there were alternatives out there to either renting or having a mortgage, you know, 20% deposit for a mortgage because we'd seen it in our time overseas. You know, in the UK, there's an incredibly robust rent-to-own pathway supported by the government. It's a core pillar of their policy of broadening access to home ownership. In the US, there are fantastic businesses like Divi Homes that help you save your home while you live in it. And so we knew that that problem was particularly and uniquely large in Australia, not just in terms of the size of the opportunity, although Australian property is one market in which you can certainly build a world-beating business just by focusing on Australia. But more importantly, the size of the challenge for the individual, so the deposit hurdle, is uniquely burdensome in Australia. You know, In the US, where the median house price is 250 k the deposit hurdle is just nowhere near the barrier that it is in, say, Sydney, where you need more than that. So more than the entire cost of a house in the US just for the deposit and stamp duty.
1: And Bella, as you know, there's the conviction to take the plunge, but there's also the conviction kind of every day and every week to keep putting all of your time and energy into this. And so when we hear statistics like seventy percent of millennials putting off having kids just to save for a deposit, you know, that really adds fuel to the fire of every week we're taking the plunge again in our eyes and continuing to push that boulder uphill for all our customers and happy own homers that are in their in their home.
2: But I guess in terms of when we knew that we, you know, could take the plunge and when was that moment? Certainly the support of the Commonwealth Bank as part of winning the Accelerate program in 2020, when Tim and I were both, you know, working full time jobs outside of Own Home and we'd been moonlighting on Own Home really served as sort of the catalyst for knowing that there were deep pocketed sort of capital providers really excited to play a role in you know democratizing access to home ownership and so that that was really sort of the walk in the plank moment for Tim and I to go full time on own home.
0: So you've just raised a series A, big congratulations on that. Are there any priority hires or roles that you're looking to fill?
2: Absolutely. We're looking to hire amazing people really focused on our biggest challenges as a business and there are three big challenges that we're tackling as a business over the course of this year and beyond. You know, one is building a scalable demand gen engine. So people with deep experience in creating and building consumer brands. Two, we know that Own Home is really focused on a legal and financial structuring problem to help people get into their own home. And so looking for any wizards in financial structuring to join Own Home. And third, Building the world's best home buying engine. You know, this is a problem that's dealing with atoms, not just bits. You know, these are homes that we're buying. So we're looking for people with great first principles thinking to tackle business operations. Really building the world's best team to tackle housing affordability. We know that this is a multidisciplinary problem that really requires the very best and brightest across, you know, engineering, talent, policy, advocacy, legal and financial structuring, and consumer marketing. So getting the very best players on the team is priority numero uno for us this year. And a related priority is, is really making sure that we're deliberate in the culture that we cultivate at own home. And that's really in terms of sort of, we need a team that's diverse in terms of their thinking and, and experience that they bring to bear on tackling this really important challenge.
0: Can you talk about the company you're building?
2: Yeah, really great question, Bella. Ultimately, we're here to build a generational business. We started with what is a relatively simple observation. And that is that the deposit hurdle has become way too great for too many in Australia and is locking millions out of any reasonable path to the security that comes with home ownership. And so, our mission is to turn renters into homeowners. And Long term, you know, our vision is to support more Australians becoming homeowners than any other business in Australia. What we've gone on to observe outside of that deposit hurdle are really two other observations that have surprised us and we'll be really leaning into. The first of those is that the difference in the experience of being a renter is unnecessarily great versus that of being a homeowner. You know, for instance, just this year, you know, the place that Tim and I are renting after six months, you know, we were told that the property was being sold, so we'd have to find somewhere else to live. And on top of that, we'd have to vacate the property for inspections for a six-week campaign that blew out to 10 weeks through the middle of the COVID lockdown. So we spent you know, a large chunk of our time as renters in that property locked out of our home so that they could undertake weekend inspections to sell that home out from under us. In contrast, we've got own homers that are already undertaking renovations. You know, After all, this is the home that they have the exclusive right to buy and are building their deposit towards. So, you know, go ahead, redo that kitchen. It's only a matter of time before it's yours in name and title. So not only those amazing benefits of being a homeowner, but certainly the security of knowing that you're not going to be turfed out after six months because the home is getting sold out from under you.
1: And so, yeah, maybe Bella. the other observation really is just how broken the home buying experience is. And it's pretty obvious if you look at it, it really is a power mismatch. These agents are doing this on numerous properties, numerous listings every day, every week, every year. And then you have people going to buy their first home. Emotions are high. It's the biggest financial decision they'll probably ever make in their life. And we expect there to be kind of an even balance of power. And so Own Home brings that balance to the table where we're a repeat buyer. We do this every day. We know what to look for. We give people comfort that we've done all the DD. We understand the market. We understand the area and this property has no reasons not to purchase it because we do actually reject more properties than we accept due to things we find in the documentation. So it's really delivering on confidence and our customers having, you know, an advisor who's there to make sure that this enormous financial decision that they're making is as safe and sound as possible. And then obviously we hand over the keys. And as Jaden said, they can run inside, use the pool, renovate the kitchen.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we started with that deposit hurdle challenge. And what we know we have is the opportunity to create, you know, the world's most delightful home buying and ultimately home ownership experience with own home.
0: I love that as a goal. It's so powerful. And I think, as you've pointed out, so broken in so many ways and to be able to replace some of that fear and all the anxiety that comes with this process that should essentially be exciting is a a really nice challenge.
1: Yeah, a lot of customers have actually commented that they've been able to enjoy the process compared to, you know, talking with friends when they're drinking wine on a Saturday and winding down and, you know, everyone's seen this. People are talking about how grueling the home buying journey is. And after five months, basically, it's just I'll relent and buy the next thing that I can. So we're really excited that people hopefully have very happy memories of getting the keys to their first place.
0: Can you talk about what it's like to work at Own Home?
2: In terms of what it's like to work at own home, you know, every single day we're helping Australians at one of the most important junctures in their life. And so, it's incredibly humbling and and motivating to be entrusted to help people with what is not only the biggest financial decision of their lives, but also one of the most impactful. You know, where you live has all sorts of flow and impact. It's the community that you surround yourself with. It's the school that you send your children to. It often dictates, you know, how often you get to see your family and friends. It's how much of your life are you going to spend stuck in traffic to commuting. And long term, it's the path to financial freedom for many Australians. And so, in a word, everyone at Own Home really cares. And so they care deeply about our customers, but that also, you know, cascades into just caring deeply about each other. You know, make no mistake, it's, you know, a high performance team. But it's also a place that's really positive, some and everyone is focused on helping each other be the very best versions of themselves.
1: Yeah, and something we've seen really play out is James and I are very big believers in small but mighty teams can have an outsized impact on the world. And so when you have a small but mighty team of people that are very driven, as James said, that care deeply, and another third factor is that have expectations that are very high for each other, I think we're all very optimistic about what we can each achieve. And so that sort of belief in each other, as corny as it sounds, makes us all want to kind of achieve those expectations that others have of us and not out of any negative connotation, but because people can see, you know, what we can achieve together.
0: Absolutely. And I think when you look at things like the great resignation and employees having so much more sway and standards for what they will and won't accept, thinking about teams the way you're thinking about them and being very deliberate and intentional about the company culture is no longer just something that is a nice to have. It's absolutely essential.
2: Yeah, exactly right.
0: How do you plan to balance the rapid growth you've experienced recently with the creation of a company culture?
2: Yeah. Well, firstly, I don't think that they're in any way antithetical. That is, you know, growth and company culture. A big part of our culture is just how amazing a growth opportunity it is for people to jump on board. You know, in cultures themselves, I recognize, and Tim does, you know, need to evolve as companies grow. You know, conservatism, you know, that is a desire to keep things the way that they are is almost antithetical to high growth startups and their success. And we're very conscious of that at Own Home. That said, we're incredibly conscious of what is the culture that we're cultivating. And first and foremost, we are incredibly mission driven and we're focused on delivering the very best home ownership experience for our customers. As a result of you know gathering these people that are so excited by the mission of Own Home, we're surrounded by people here that are really the best of what they do. And so the talent density is incredibly high as we continue to seek out 10 out of 10s to tackle incredibly hard challenges.
1: Yeah, and we really like to think about it as culture doesn't support strategy, but culture is strategy. And so as we think through, I think we've mentioned a few of the big things about culture. One, like we care, that's hiring people who deeply care. Another one of our values is be human. So be very human with our customers, communicate with them as if they're a family member, like that care has to come through. And so as we think through growth, it's what are the pieces of culture that we actually need relatively homogenous across the organization? Like we want to hire people who care. And then what are the ones where we want as much diversity of thought and background as possible? So that's the balancing act.
0: There's been a lot of milestones over the last year. What is the North Star metric that really keeps you focused?
1: Yeah, so our North Star metric is the number of people living in their homes supported by your home. But we are kind of really thinking about what are some of the future metrics we want to add to make sure that we are achieving not only getting people in their homes, But things like percentage of Australians to have access to own home, that is one that's going to be coming onto the board pretty soon because we want to make sure we're not just helping people in one state, in one area, from one industry, with one background, that we're actually constantly expanding and making sure all Australians have at least the option to rent, to own home or to buy.
2: I guess, of course, you know, there's the customer lover meter. We're yet to see any customers get an own home tattoo, but it's certainly a metric that we are tracking closely.
0: (laughs) I'll be tracking that with you too. I love the idea. (laughs) Finally, any advice to founders looking to take the plunge, including what it's like to work with your best mate?
2: Well, choosing your co-founder is the most important decision that you will likely make and by far the most impactful on the success of your business. Tim and I went into business together not because we thought it would be fun to work on something with a mate, but rather because we had a deep respect for each other that was strengthened by our friendship. You know, we had immense respect for the competence and experience that each of us would bring to own home and how that experience was the perfect complement to will own home into existence.
1: Yeah. And so echo everything James said, obviously, and in short, choose a problem you're proud to tackle and do it with people you love.
0: For more information on OwnHome, including joining this unstoppable team, visit ownhome.com.